Welcome to the Next Dimension Podcast, your portal to an extended reality. Every week we talk about the hottest topics in XR and let you join the discussion live on MRTV. And now, get ready for another exciting episode coming up. Hi and welcome to Season 4, Episode 1 of the Next Dimension Podcast. Your podcast is all about VR, AR and mixed reality. Woohoo! And with me here, the wonderful Tatiana from Disco VR. Tatiana, how are you tonight? Or tomorrow, in, in, this morning great. in the States, right? Yes, yeah. I'm having my morning coffee. I'm doing okay. great. How are you? Perfect. I'm, I'm doing really well. I'm happy to be here, of course. The start of a new season. Why the start of the new season? Well, every season of the Next, Next Dimension podcast has 24 episodes. I was kind of inspired by 24. Do you still remember the show? 24? By 24. Yeah. Uh, the agent, uh, um, Mr. Bauer, you know? It, it's, I, I it's, it's a yeah, it's a for old people like me who still remember it. Oh goodness, no! It but was I like know that <laughs> all your shows have twenty four seasons, uh, twenty four episodes. But yeah. was that it's inspiration? Like, yeah, exactly. Like uh, every every um, episode was like one hour in that show, and it was like one day. That's why it was called twenty four. It oh. it was a really amazing show. Yeah, old people, please say if you still know that in the chat, please. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, so, <laughs> so. No, I'm sure that's not old. <laughs> so so this is um, season four, episode one of the Next Dimension podcast. Ooh. Yes, great, great. So for all of you who don't know yet about this podcast, this podcast is live streamed on MRTV every. Saturday and well, we're also on all the podcast places. So if you want to listen to this as an audio podcast, you can and you should do that probably on a Monday morning when you have to work. So that work will flow by <laughs> faster. They would be good for you. And if you <laughs> love this podcast and if you would like to say, hey, cool, cool that you're doing this amazing podcast, what you can do is you can leave us a five star review on iTunes or Spotify. So so get out your iPhone or iPad, open the podcast app, which is pre-installed, find us and give us a five-star review and tell other people why they should listen to this podcast. That would be fantastic. So today we have <clears throat> some interesting topics. So first of all, we're going to talk about Pico. There have been crazy rumors going around. And actually, I did hear about these rumors for quite some um, time already through my connections to, to China. And these rumors were like, okay, ByteDance will give up Pico at one point in time. And then today, my connections to China, my sources, they were like, okay, Sebastian's happening. And they sent me this, this link to this um, article that said like, okay, ByteDance is shutting down Pico. And we're going to go into this rumor. We're going to go into this article and then we're also going to hear about what ByteDance has to say because they said no this is not true so yeah the reports of Pico's death have been greatly exaggerated but still we have to look into this whole topic then also we are going to uh, talk about this here the quest 3 Again, <laughs> this is just a too exciting topic. We want to hear, obviously, what Tatiana has to say about it because the last episode 
vote for the for our um, Quest 3 review. She wasn't there, but now she's there, and that's great. And we're going to hear what she has to say, and we're going to think about. Uh, we're going to talk about the, the mixed reality apps that we like and that we have ex explored here already on mm -hmm. the Quest 3 because that is really the new amazing thing. Well, next to being great at VR, like amazing at VR, this can now also do mixed reality. So, yeah, <laughs> that's going to yeah, be good. We, yeah, we haven't discussed it together yet, have we? There is, we have, we have not. We haven't discussed that. <laughs> Look at this Bobo VR M3 Pro. Oh, it's so good, by the way. Yeah. What's <laughs> going on in the front of the? Of the oh yeah, yeah. It is. Uh, it is some kind of shell to protect it from from evil oh. things. Yeah, yeah. Oh, I see. I will. I will <laughs> show it on the channel soon. With all costs. Yeah. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> it looks kind of cool as well. Like makes it shine a bit more and stuff. Yeah. <laughs> Anyways. Okay. Cool. Oh, yeah. Before we get into the topics, I want to hear, Tatiana, what, what have you been up to in the last two weeks or so since we last talked? Well, I kind of lost myself in the Quest 3, really, for as much as I could. I guess as much time as I could, I, I was spending it in the headset. It's it's pretty phenomenal. I know we'll talk about it more together. But uh, yeah, honestly, there's not much that I've been doing other than jumping in and testing different features and uh, putting up some videos on my channel because this is so exciting and I wanted to to let other people know about stuff that I found out, some mixed reality games. Um, yeah, uh, I gave away one Quest 3 so far. Okay, good. There's another one still coming. I think there's like about a week left until I've done <laughs> that till that giveaway is finished too. So yeah, it's actually still going on. But uh, yeah, other than that, you know, working, uh, SideQuest has been busy as well because we we obviously want to be more in sync with Quest 3. SideQuest works perfectly well on Quest 3 and we want more people to know that, um, you know, there's, as there are so many new users um, right. jumping into the VR field and buying Quest 3, we want to make sure that they know that SideQuest is the one-stop shop for all their uh, virtual reality and mixed reality experiences. Actually, especially mixed reality because... Uh, um, we actually have a, a a specific filter on our platform that says pass through, and ah, okay. you go through and look only through the games that have a mixed reality modes or that were built for mixed reality from ground up. And I think that's really cool because I don't believe you can do that on the official store yet, but okay. you can on SideQuest. Uh, oh, someone's asking what is SideQuest? Thank you for asking. Perfect. Yeah, <laughs> give you my pitch. So, um. Basically, SideQuest is a content platform uh, that has all sorts of virtual reality games. And uh, um, initially, it started as a platform where you can access some games that were designed by some developers that are not on the official store yet. That's why you can find really lots of cool hidden gems there. Um, early access games, games in beta, free demos, uh, game ports of games like Doom, Castle of Wolfenstein, Half-Life, uh, and also fan-made games. So, for example, there's lots of kind of, you know, games that would never make it to the official store because they have, like, trademarks like Harry Potter or... Um, um, there was Attack on Titans. It's called Attack on Quest, one of the most uh, popular games on SideQuest. So yeah, it started like that, 
But now we've kind of turned into a one-stop shop for all experiences, both official and, and not. We partnered with Meta to create App Lab. Maybe uh, those of you new users uh, might not have heard of App Lab. That's like an experimental store with games that are not yet on the official one, but they're already good enough to sort of go to the masses. And it was started uh, um, because SideQuest has gained such a huge popularity and developers wanted to, to, you know, to showcase their games and SideQuest gave them a platform to do that. Meta listened and they allowed a more streamlined way to get those games so that you don't have to sideload them onto your headset, but you can actually get them from uh, the store. Thank you for sharing the website. Yes, this is sidequestvr.com. I am a, a, a digital content strategist for SideQuest. You probably will see me on many of their tutorials and videos on YouTube and on the website. And um, yeah, just if you have any any questions about that, feel free to join our Discord. And I'm, I'm feel like I'm doing a very big pitch for SideQuest, but <laughs> they but are lucky to have want... you. Let's say it like this. <laughs> but I honestly want like it's. I love the company, and I think that everyone does because. It, they are independent from Meta, and they are doing amazing work with it, fixing so many bugs that usually come with uh, frequent uh, software updates uh, that often break everything, and SideQuest can just fix it. Anyway, I'm not going to take too much time about it. Just go to SideQuestVR.com, follow us on YouTube, <laughs> and you'll get lots of cool tips. Um, yeah, I will stop here. I will stop here. Nice. And we will, we will continue with, with other topics. And you probably will find lots of different. Hold on, I, I can't hear you. Um, oh, no, no, no. I have just, no, no, no. I have just muted myself, which was not so okay, smart. That's, yeah, because there was like a pause, and like, oh, yeah, oh, I guess. Oh, I no, you are, you are alone now. <laughs> you can say everything you want. That is yes. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. Okay. It's anarchy. <laughs> yeah. I just want to say, okay, I like this side by side thing. Very nice because yeah, I, I, yeah because um, I was just I was just playing something. I was just experience. I wanted to experience some more mixed reality apps. Right, we're going to talk about mixed reality apps today, and I want to try one thing that was also heavily featured by Meta. It's uh, they have this ad where, where this uh, woman learns piano. Right, so this app called Piano Vision is heavily featured by Meta and I want to try it out. And I just, before the show, I just tried it out. I just played it and then suddenly in the tutorial, who teaches me how to use it? Tatiana, like what? <laughs> this is unbelievable. Like I was already like in my head, like, okay, I will speak with Tatiana in a moment. And then she is there in the game. How does she do that? She's everywhere. Are you I'm kidding me? Head. Yeah, really like, wow. You're everywhere. <laughs> oh, wow. What a surprise. That was so fun. So you did a great job yeah. to ex to explain the game to me, you know, as yeah. I, and I loved it. It's so well done. You know, like thank, I can't, I cannot you. play the piano, but I, I was just setting up my virtual piano here directly here. It was great. Uh, the notes came towards me and I thought it's, it's, it's so well done but with the finger placement. They teach you which finger to use 
to hit the keys so well done and i loved it that you, you did the tutorial so how did that come so to fruition tell me about this oh, that was so exciting that was probably the most exciting thing that's happened uh you know in in this vr field like in a while for uh -huh. me because yeah essentially piano vision is a really cool app uh that has now it's now marketing itself not just as a game like not a, it's not a piano here or a guitar here it's an actual piano learning Right. Um, like I could tell. It right? felt like it's that. It's yes. educational. They right. have an actual like experts uh, that created this learning engine, memory engine, things that help you actually develop piano learning skills and bring them from VR to real world. So they really wanted to uh, sort of market themselves like that. Uh, back back like maybe a year ago, I, I first discovered this app uh, on SideQuest actually. And uh, I, I mean, I have a piano at home, but I've never like learned it professionally or anything. I just thought it's really fun to play a little bit. I kind of try tried to teach myself. And when I saw this app, I thought that that was like the dream come true. Because yeah, you absolutely need to use uh, augmented reality to learn how to play it's the piano. Perfect, really. It's just perfect for this yeah. mixed reality stuff. It's Genius. Yeah. yeah, and back then it was just Quest 2, you know, like this really crappy monochromatic uh, pass-through. And it's, I still thought it was fascinating. So I made a couple of videos for them just because I thought the game was so, so great and I wanted more people to learn about it. And I feel like I was literally the only one making those videos. Um, I don't know, maybe not many YouTubers have pianos in their, in their homes, <laughs> but I actually had one and I could play it. So uh, so I made a couple of videos for them uh, just to showcase them on my channel and my social media. And they really took off, like people enjoyed them. Then they asked me to maybe uh, create a video showing how to upload their own MIDI files to the app. And I did that and it also went well. So essentially, yeah, I, I kind of gave them a little bit of free promotion on my channel just because I generally, generally thought that that was an amazing app. So um, I think that actually contributed to to giving them the visibility they needed to be noticed by Meta, because uh, people on on some of my comments they were actually saying like this app would sell Quest Pro to me more than the entire Meta Connect last wow. year, you know? Wow! Because okay, that's developers out there, Tatiana use. can make it happen for you. Yeah, look <laughs> and out! And so <laughs> fast forward, you know, one year later, uh, they're. Uh, the, the 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 kind of you know the owner of piano vision zach he reaches out to me and he says that they actually making it to the official store which made me incredibly happy of course the app is finally getting the recognition that it deserves and uh, he asked me if um if i would like to uh, um to help them create the official tutorial for for this game that would be in the game and of course, I said yes, <laughs> yeah, cool. because yeah, it was, that's an amazing project. And he just enjoyed the videos that I made before about Piano Vision, and he wanted to, to contract me for that. Um, and it just so happened that there was there were some like life circumstances that prevented him from creating a trailer. So he also asked me to, to create the trailer <laughs> for the game, wow. which I had very little time to <laughs> do. I had only a week. Uh, but, but yeah, essentially, the trailer that you see for this game and the in-app tutorial is made by Disco VR. <laughs> That's so cool. Congratulations. And everything is so well done. It's so professional. I love the tutorial. It just taught me the things. And it was just so nice to hear you. Wow. <laughs> yeah. Wow. This is like yeah, a, dream, a dream come true for you, probably, that you are in a game. 
yeah it was it was fun it's really fun and i'm so glad that the that the people love the app too and basically the whole idea was to explain from beginning to end how to just get in there and play your very first song as easily as possible to make it the least uh, you know overwhelming kind of experience because they've added so many cool things in there but for the first time user it might might look a little like too much so the tutorial is there to just provide the very basics of what you need to know to get in there and start playing. So I was very happy to do that. And I, I was really enjoying the experience. Also, actually, it, it's, it goes very well with your um, educational background. Let's say, <laughs> let's say it, you have a PhD in education or how, how in, uh, what, exa what exactly in, do you have? In educational technologies, education so learning technologies. Yeah. That, that's exactly what this is. This is exactly what this is, this machine. Yeah. It's not just a gaming it, machine. It's specifically in VR, too. It's like I was I was researching VR for my dissertation and for most of my research work in PhD. So I am a, I'm an educator by, you know, um, you know my background is in education. <laughs> yes, I was teaching languages before the whole VR thing started. So definitely, <laughs> nice, you know, like everything that. that has to do with education, learning, training in conjunction with tech is my domain. So that was like a dream come true. And I would love to Perfect. do that more if if the chance comes and maybe I'll be actively seeking those opportunities. Who knows? That is that is so cool. That is perfect. By the way, dear game developers out there, if you want me in a game, I'm here. Yeah, I'll do everything. I'll be the villain. I'll be the funny guy. I'll be the guy. I want <laughs> I want I want into your game and I will promote the game like crazy. Come on. <laughs> Put me into your game. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Yeah, that's a lot of fun. One yeah. other cool thing that I, 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 can, I can now talk about it. I couldn't talk about it before, but I can now is that because of this collaboration, I actually had access to Quest 3 a month before it was released. <laughs> what? <laughs> this, uh, that's uh, unbelievable. Well, we were yeah. talking here, speculating. You were like, oh, yeah, <laughs> I have it here on the table. Like, MRTV <laughs> always has. Are you kidding me? <laughs> well, it's not always. It's not all. I couldn't talk about it. And I didn't even use any of that experience for my like first impressions because yeah, okay, I course. had a very, very early unit, like early developers unit. That I think <laughs> wow, it was it's unbelievable. Back, back in March. Okay, well, different. in March. So like the new one is better, like the visuals are better. There's a very okay. bad, you know, like screen door effect and mirror okay. on the developer unit. So you couldn't really, you know, review that. It was sure, obviously sure. just so that I could make the video and then I'm done with it and I send it back. But I did get to see like, you know, pass through and try the <laughs> Vision. So it was so fun. It was a lot of fun. <laughs> one funny thing, one moment. I just... Um... I just uh, became promoted from the number one meta hater to a meta employee. <laughs> this this is so cool, you know. Like, like, <laughs> like, like YouTube makes it happen, you know. From the it's, number one meta hater to the meta employee, it's it's amazing. Like, no, I'm not I'm not working are. for any of the companies. Yeah, it's it's fun. It's uh, it's really fun. <laughs> yeah. Oh, someone says that. Some Let me show it again into the camera. Have... Oh. <laughs> <laughs> It's good. It's good. No, it's it's a good headset. And it's interesting. Yeah. Um, there are people who are in the meta program. There are people who are not in the and uh, not in the meta creators program. But so far, I haven't heard like a single person say that they hate the headset. But people are Me neither. I, have not, I haven't heard anyone. 
Yeah. Not, not anyone. But if, if, you know, pe people are scrutinizing those who might have some kind of association with it, or they may sound okay. like they have association with it, regardless of what the product is like. And I think that this is crazy because I'm the meta creator part, I'm a meta partner creator. And last year when yeah. I went to Quest Pro, I gave so much shit about it. Like I said everything I thought about that headset and I was right. honest in exactly. my opinion. Exactly, exactly. You are and great. Nobody's talking about that. Like nobody's exactly. talking about how critical creators were, including myself, about a product that we Probably. genuinely didn't like. Right, or right, we right. Saw, we saw that there was something wrong with it. I like Quest Pro, but I was open. You're about, right. Actually, yeah. you're totally right. There were there and were then, no there was no hyping about the Quest Pro so much, then, right, from the creators, from the yeah, meta then, meta ambassadors. But as soon as they create a product that is genuinely amazing, and we are saying, okay, we think it's amazing. Suddenly, we are not being honest because we were giving the headset for free. I mean, come on. We get headsets for free because we are reviewers. Yeah. We're not just hyping everything we get for free. So it's, yeah, it's, uh, it's a little bit of a double standard, which essentially, right. I don't want to bring too much light into this. But just want you to know, if you, if you <clears throat> hear about people saying something about meta partner creators, about hyping Quest 3 too much, just go back to Quest Pro videos which we also got for free, absolutely the same treatment, absolutely the same situation, right. totally different reviews, and that will be your answer. That, that's a good point. That's a good point. And um, yeah, I also had the same feeling that you're not like overhyping it at all. It's, it's a great headset anyways. It's a fantastic mm -hmm. headset. Um, I do think that maybe people overhyped uh, passed through a little bit. Yep. <laughs> you know, actually, when I was first looking through it, I also thought like, okay, it's not so perfect. Like it's a bit grainy and stuff. But then I remembered also what, what you said here on the show. And you said, Sebastian, it's the best pass-through that you've seen in a consumer headset. And you were right. I was like, yeah, exactly. I think I also said that in my, in my first impression video. Like, okay, yes, it's, it's, better, it's better than Quest Pro. And I like it. I, 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 I want to be here. <laughs> you know, yeah. I, I, I want to be here. It's, it is not perfect. You know, there's absolutely room for improvement for the next quest, for the Pico 5 yeah. or whatever. But, but, I, but it's good enough that I want to be in mixed reality. And that is already cool. And I think that's what people are missing from all of these reviews. And it is possibly it's our fault because, look, we are in VR. We are so excited to see technology that's been better than what we've seen before because we have seen it all and right. we know what we can compare this to so we were so excited because we know that this is the best that we've ever seen but no one has ever said it's perfect like no one has ever said this is the perfect pass through it can never be better or it's one-to-one -one. but i think that uh we maybe didn't take into account that many people will be trying Quest 3 for the very first time. Like it will be their very first VR headset. So hearing something like this is the best pass-through we've ever had sounds like this is the perfect camera yeah, right, right. It's, it's, it's not. Just like, yeah. It's, it's, it's really grainy. like... It has yeah. distortions. It's just it's like It's just like we know how it has been before while other people don't have that knowledge. And then yeah. they will think like, oh, okay, but this is not this is not uh, as good as reality, right? And probably mm -hmm. then probably the Apple Vision Pro will be much much better, right? And then yeah, and then people will see what can be done. Yeah. But I agree. Yeah. Yeah. So I probably would have made a bigger emphasis on that if I had thought about that, 
because yeah. yeah people just went on they try for the first time they see the grainy we, and it's okay you, we're all making our experiences in this um headset review game i i also made these experiences a lot like when i was the first person in the world <laughs> to get the reverb g2 yeah i i loved i loved the shit out of it you know it was a time where the quest 2 wasn't even out there and uh, i simply loved it and let it let it all out then it's not the same for everyone and that, that i learned yeah. now it, it simply is not the same for everyone it might be perfect for me but there is there will be a few people who have a different ipd obviously or something so yeah yeah so it's interesting we're, we're still on this on this learning um yeah route together to find out what's the perfect review but I, I'm, I'm still i still think we're doing a very good job here <laughs> yeah you can't not be excited about it because you see yeah. there's only one year between quest pro and quest 3. one year yeah and the difference is phenomenal like it's such a big difference in the pass-through and in technology in general i guess but uh just seeing how much is progressed i mean we will get that perfect pass-through we will get we it we will get it we are on and the way to it this is a great start for me for me this is now really the start where pass-through is good enough to use mixed reality like i didn't want to do it in the quest pro but now i want to do it even though it's not perfect and i'm using it we will talk yeah. about this we will talk about this more later but yeah mm -hmm. so so yeah so um yeah you were you got it first the devices and which is which is good for you and you know what what I did not want to do now, like I got it a bit later. Yeah, it's okay. I, what, I did, what I did not want to do, make a video which says, oh, Quest 3, the first honest review or the honest review. You know, I hate it. I hate this kind of stuff. When I, when I see some people do it you, know, it, it, you directly want to somehow point out that others are not honest, which I don't think is the right thing to do. You know, what I, mean? you know what I mean? Worst. Some people do it even worse. I'm not going to say names, but there are reviews that say Quest 3 unsponsored review. Oh, okay. That, that is tough. That implying that others are yeah. sponsored because the headsets was provided for free. And, right, or, right. or maybe they maybe they don't know better. Maybe they really think that reviewers are being paid. Okay. I haven't seen Meta that. really don't need to to pay for anything. <laughs> the Meta don't need to pay for reviews. Yeah. People will be buying them and reviewing them no matter what. But this is this is probably the worst one I've seen. Okay, that one uh, I haven't seen yet. But anyways, yeah. So no, because the thing is also like I'm also in this shoe normally. Like I'm normally I get the stuff early, right? And then I I do a review which is like um like fair, right? Even though I get it early. And then people come after like uh, it's publicly available and then they do these reviews. Oh, the honest review. It's like, oh, come on, you fucker. <laughs> you know, like, come on. <laughs> nah, yeah, no. Yeah. Well, anyway, people yeah. people will decide to do what they want, how they want to do things. We can tell them it's a, it's a free, you know, the, the internet is very democratic in that regard. So yeah. it, it is what it is. But yeah. Uh, Anyways, we just do what's best, staying honest this, to ourselves. <laughs> this, this is great. 
this is really yeah. this is this is amazing yeah yeah there's a lot to be said about it i i would i would love to keep talking about it do yeah we, do we need to talk about about people uh, first yeah yeah right. was let's there, do, i was let's very do. surprised when exactly i was very but, surprised about that right right but but let me uh, for a moment talk about my week i have not yet talked oh, about oh, what, what sure, it, yeah, yeah we, we just got into this. Me? <laughs> no, 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 no. <laughs> yeah yeah it's just i i just gotta quickly go over it so yeah. let me yeah i made an unboxing of this year, the silver play button from from uh, from YouTube, woohoo! Which was cool, and uh, yeah, actually, I I had the silver play button sitting here in a box for for like two weeks or so. So now it, it was it was time to get it out of the box. And it's yeah. it's beautiful. Yes, it's Congratulations. great. Congratulations! You, you should bring it closer to the screen because yeah, you can barely right. see it. You you're should right. be like somewhere ex ex much closer. Ex exactly. I'm gonna think about how to make it more obvious, or should, I should shine some light on it so it reflects or something, <laughs> something like this. Yeah, that Holy was great. Grail. <laughs> yeah, it's it's. Uh, I'm so happy to have it. And then, um, other than that, I was doing video on on this year, of course, um, the Quest Three. I was checking it out as. Um, as a PC VR headset, like um, wirelessly streamed, and it's great as well. It's just such a good headset, also for streaming. So, can you use it as a PC VR enthusiast and be happy about it? Even, even like replacing your Reverb G2, for example. And I come to the conclusion that yes, you can. Especially if you have a 4090 PC, then you can super sample it in a way that it, this will just look amazing. And then yes, you have a you have a PC VR headset that can even look better than the Reverb G2, so it is an upgrade. But what I, I came also to the conclusion that if you still want to invest some more, if you're this super enthusiast who wants the best colors and even a better resolution, then there is still the Crystal and the Big Screen Beyond, which would still look better, right? So, yeah. right? Yeah. yeah, but I actually, but, yeah, I actually right? agree to that. Yes. Yeah. I'm yeah. Right. Sure. I, at first, I thought they would. <laughs> It wouldn't be the case, but yeah. Well, that would be tough, right? <laughs> but yes, <laughs> so that would be tough for Big Screen and Crystal and for Pimax if it was like this. But I came to the conclusion, yes, they're still better. But are they three times better? Because they're three, time, three times more expensive than the base model. For that, I came to the conclusion, no. <laughs> but... <laughs> But it's for enthusiasts, they will still want to have the best, right? So, mm -hmm. yeah, but it's good that there is still um, room for, for these enthusiast devices. So that was the thing. Yeah, and then I uh, did some more. I, I bought some, some things, some accessories, but the videos will come out next week. Uh, so like, for example, for this year, the Bobo VR M3 Pro, which actually makes this such an unbelievably comfortable headset. And I did not yet um, publish the video because right now you cannot buy it. It's sold out everywhere. So I'm holding, I'm holding out for this year for the, for the review of the M3 Pro until you can actually buy it. So that will, that will make more sense then. Mm -hmm. So yeah, very good. And then there's some other, I bought some other accessories from Amazon. Yeah, I found out that I can buy Amazon things from the USA here and uh, have them imported to Taiwan and I don't have to even pay shipping if my order is above $60 which is very easy for me so huh. yeah that's great so oh, finally I'm back to my Amazon buying habits <laughs> because in Germany I buy everything from Amazon you know I buy it and then even on the same day or on the next day it will be there so Amazon I, I love that company they are doing such a good job 
And now finally, I can I can go back to my uh, Amazon buying habits even here in Taiwan right now. So good. Yep. So yeah, many more um, many more um, Quest Three videos are coming up on the channel. And then also, yeah, I'm, I'm still working on Try My Tech, the Airbnb for tech gadgets, where you can simply uh, check out hardware, uh, VR hardware. So had some nice video up from uh, one of the experiences, Ender's VR, Kate. Hi, Ender, if you're watching or listening to this, greetings to you. Yep, so I'm in generally busy and happy, <laughs> which is a good thing. So that yeah. was my week. That was my week. <laughs> so now, <laughs> now we can get into the exciting things, the, ex the exciting topics. So let me change the view here. So this is the standard view. And now, wait a moment, let me, let me just do something here. Oh. oh, one moment. So, yes, so let me share something with you guys. So I did hear some chatter and I do have quite some Good connections to to China. I have some sources there, and they were telling me, "Oh, Sebastian, there's some rumors going around that actually ByteDance, the company behind Pico, is going to not keep on investing in in Pico anymore." So ByteDance, for all of you who don't know, is a huge Chinese company, and they're the company that is doing TikTok. So it's huge. Basically, it's the Chinese Meta, and they had bought Pico. Uh, a while ago, and they'd been investing in it, and the Pico 4 was the first headset that came out when well, uh, since the time that um, ByteDance had bought them. A great headset, I love it. Uh, next year, the Pico 5 should come out, and there's some other headset that have been rumored, the Pico 5 Pro and the Pico 5 Pro Max, which is like a headset with a 4K resolution per eye and display port, like the dream of all PC VR fans. So anyways, these rumors, they were coming at me like, like last week. Mm -hmm. And then and then today, like another source in China was like a Sebastian, this is real now. And uh, this source, they shared this article with me. Let's let's go over this article. And this is this article, it's by Equal Ocean and Equal Ocean is like um, a renowned uh, publication in China. It's about investment. So the stuff that is on there, it is normally like fact-checked and they, they don't just put out any rumors because it will have some effect on people investing, right? So this is, this is not just some stuff. This is like a real good uh, magazine. Hmm. So this came out and it says ByteDance is shutting down Pico VR. Wow, crazy. Relevant sources reveal to Equal Ocean that ByteDance will gradually abandon the Pico VR. So actually this is uh, this is Chinese, right? And they also have the the English version, but the English is not perfect, just to let you know. Mm. Um, according to the latest news on October 20th, relevant sources reveal to Equal Ocean that the person in charge of Pico recently went to Singapore to report to Zhang Yiming, the founder of ByteDance. And the feedback he received was that ByteDance will gradually abandon the Pico VR. The reason is that the hardware field of Pico is not what ByteDance is good at. So, okay, so ByteDance is a software company, right? They're not a hardware company. The company's mm. performance in the past few years had not met expectations. And well, that is publicly well known that they did not sell as many Pico 4s as they wanted, not at all, even in China. 
it is not like a huge hit, even though it has a very attractive price point. Mm -hmm. And the article goes on to say, and there is no hope for the future. Which sounds, wow. which sounds a bit crazy, right? That's so morbid. <laughs> <laughs> this, this, is a bit, morbid. this is a bit morbid, especially uh, since it doesn't make sense, in my opinion, because, okay, Apple is coming out with the Apple Vision Pro next year. Like, like uh, it seems to be the case that, like, the rising tide, you know, which, like, lifts all boats. So, hmm, it's a bit strange. Anyways, since the beginning of this year, the popularity of the metaverse has cooled down rapidly. ByteDance... Picos and Tencent's newly established XR business line last year have reported layoffs. Yeah, that's true. Not only mm -hmm. that, Meta, which started the Metaverse craze, also announced layoffs. With the popularity of ChatGPT, capital and public attention have readily turned to the field of AI. Now, that, that also does make sense, right? Everything is more about AI. And that is really um, some field that many will... Of course, like invest in, and for a company like ByteDance, which do who, which does software, it makes sense that they also want to be in it. The VR industry, which has lost the popularity of the metaverse, will inevitably inevitably enter a period of distress, as large manufacturers invest a lot of money, personal energy, but have no effect. ByteDance's decision to gradually abandon the pickle business is understandable, says the article. Yeah. Anyways, then oh. it goes it goes on to talk about um, yeah the the history of Pico and so mm -hmm, on and so forth. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So yeah, that was that, that was that was kind of shocking. Really came honest. as a shock, especially since we have just talked about Pico Five rumors. Yeah. Exactly. I mean, Pico Five, Pico Five Pro, Pico Five Pro Max. There's already people saying how Pico Five Pro Max is going to completely destroy Quest Three Ex and exactly. watch out Meta. You know, Meta Quest Three Killer is coming. And then how come, you know, yeah. um, I'm thinking if, if, it, if it was to be true, you know, if that was actually working for that, uh, working out like, you know, like this, then maybe the reason could be, I don't believe it's AI. <laughs> I don't believe the AI would be the reason, but um, I don't know. Pico is still a standalone headset and it's, competing with Quest that has literally the largest standalone library in the world. And uh, it's just so hard to compete with something like that. Yeah. What I hear from Pico yeah. users is that they mostly use it as a PC VR headset. So mm. even you or Steve said that I this do. is like one of the best PC VR headsets yeah. on the market. But that really limits the target audience. So but you're the only limiting them to those who own mm. a PC. But but it's not like they don't have like a good store. So the store actually is really good now. The store is really good and actually it can compete now against the Meta store. And the stuff that is coming out on, on Meta, normally it also comes out on Pico. So mm. so that is that is that is like one thing where they actually have really done a great job at, at building the store from nothing. They they had to yeah, they had to run to to get to to where Meta is, right? And they, in my opinion, they did a great job. Like, before we before we get deeper okay. into it, so mm -hmm. actually this this was huge news, and and then actually, um, it came out that um, that Pico did respond to those rumors. Mm -hmm. Let me also like a quote uh, six live mm -hmm. here on on his Twitter. So conflicting Denying. info. Do you see that um, Pico has responded yeah. saying they are not shutting down? And mm -hmm. it says like um, ByteDance response to rumors of Pico shutdown. The news is false. 
the company mm -hmm. will invest in XR business long term, right? So they have they have directly um, shot down this rumor, and mm -hmm. yeah, hopefully, hopefully it is true. Um, I would say, like, if I would have just heard the first news, yeah, could make sense because they were not successful. They weren't as successful as they have hoped for, and they did invest lots of money in, in it, and probably they were just like saying, okay, you know what, enough is enough. Let's cut it, and let's uh, see that as a sunk cost, and that's it, and we move on to greener pastures. Yeah, but then on the other hand, also it would be strange to do that because they now, like, uh, they, they have some market share right now, and they they worked they spent so much money to get that market share. It would be so strange to suddenly abandon it, especially since now the big player Apple is going to join the field in 2024. And if they then have no hardware at all, how to compete, right? So so well, what do you think? We don't we don't know if that market share justifies the expenditures that they have uh -huh. on on this field. So I think what Meta had. I don't remember the percentage uh, of that market share, but Pico had maybe it raised from four percent to eight. Right. I think they had the increase, so that was better. But still, you compare eight to like sixty of Meta, sure. and I know you know they are not marketing in Europe and US that much. They are not. They are not in the US. They are totally not in the US. I mean, that was the initial kind of surprise for all of us too like why wouldn't you do that you're literally you know cutting that off because they are afraid huge market because they're afraid but what if it leads to to the company shutting down i mean that was a big yeah. risk then and now if this happens i wouldn't be surprised if lack of that market is a big reason because us is a very big market and, US and is even super in the important. west of, of course so, it's super important to be there agreed yeah, at the same time, I'm very surprised because I was like really looking forward to more news about Pico 5 and uh, it's, this is happening. People were talking about it. I thought I need to kind of keep a close close look at that and have a good you know idea of what it offers. And I hope it still happens. I mean, maybe those are internal conversations that were misinterpreted in some way. Um, mm -hmm. But I, I'm not surprised they're shutting it down too. That's not a good rumor. Yeah. <laughs> for them even if it's true they that's a I don't bad think rumor. they want that's I don't a really think they want people to know about this no. even if it's true that, that so... is a very very bad rumor which will hurt them like you know like if that rumor that rumor is out now and some people were definitely waiting for the pico 5 they were not picking up the quest 3 especially in europe where the pico 4 is out they were not picking up the, the quest 3 because they were like thinking, uh, okay, probably the quest, the, the the Pico Five is better. But now with these rumors, hmm, they might think like, you know what? Let's just get the Quest Three. Yeah, we want a headset that is supported by a strong company, and all the games that I invest in will not just disappear. Yeah. So right. yeah. Huh. That is yeah <laughs> yeah. It, it it was a big surprise for me, honestly. This is. This is going to be interesting to watch how it unfolds, but I think that this is going to be the end of it. Pico is going to shut down the rumor and then they will be not talk about it anymore. Yeah, but you know what? In my opinion, this is not really enough to shut down this rumor 
You know, this this one Chinese thing where the ByteDance says, oh, no, it's not true. In my opinion, Pico now really has to come out strong with something. You know, I don't know, some teaser trailer of the Pico 5 or something. Yeah. Just, just to give a signal. Give a signal to everyone who probably because of that rumor now thinks, you know what, I'm not going to pick up the... Uh, I am going to pick up the Quest 3 because it's not worth to wait for the Pico 5. You know, like I truly, I believe that right now, actually the, the Pico 5 is absolutely developed. It's just waiting mm -hmm. there. It is just waiting there to come out. They have recently um, shown on the Chinese um, YouTube called Billy Billy. They've uh, had some reports of the Pico 5 controller. Everything was official. Some Chinese YouTubers uh, went to the headquarter to check out the controller. You know, everything is just like pointing, pointing to Pico 5 release. So it, it is there. But with this rumor, obviously, it's, it's, it's really tough on the Western market to keep people from buying the Quest 3, <laughs> you know? So Pico, if you're listening to this, and I know you do, you have to come out now with a really strong signal. Tease the shit out of the Pico 5. Now you have to do it. Do you think it's some kind of strange marketing stunt that would get no, them to, people no. to talk about Pico? No, Because that's no, not a good such, one if it this, is. This, this would be the no. bad idea. Yeah. This is this is really this is really not a good rumor. This this is not yeah. made by them. Yeah, right. yeah. No, I would be surprised. But yeah, I mean, I agree with you completely. The only way to really uh, destroy these rumors is by showing them the brand new headset that is going to be the way we expect it with the Pro and Pro Max models. Show us the Quest 3 killer, because honestly, <laughs> yeah. Quest 3 is absolutely dominating yeah, of everything right now, and. I, I'm going to be honest. I didn't expect that much hype. I okay. thought that compared to Qu Quest 2, this is going to be too expensive, maybe not as innovative because we've already have Quest 2 and people will just maybe keep buying that instead of spending more. But it seems like people are going crazy for Quest 3. And yes. the hype might be reaching the level of Quest 2 hype, even maybe not in sales, because it's still more expensive. And people usually say, you know, there's lots of people who say they can't afford it. And kids can't get it for Christmas as often as they did three years ago. Um, right, right. But it did get more, more sort of excitement from the VR community than I thought. It does get lots of more excitement from MRTV <laughs> than the Quest Two. <laughs> like, like, wow, this is so good. I'm, I'm, I'm shocked as well. I'm shocked as well. I didn't expect it to be so good. You know, I, I saw you all your footage, and I thought, okay, yeah, this must be good. But that it's so good, that is crazy. Yeah, well, I, I, I would love to talk to you more about it because mixed reality yes. topic is a very interesting one. Good. Um, because they're actually different. I think that there are two sort of main mm, types of mixed reality apps. Some okay. of them are true mixed. Some of them are, okay, let's talk about the, the first one. That's, I would say it's more of augmented reality rather than mixed reality. It's the kind of app that uses your surroundings mostly as a backdrop. So there's stuff floating in front of you and it's not really interacting with your surroundings. So the surroundings is not really a part of your experience. So it's not really a mixed reality. Mm -hmm. It's more of a virtual reality elements 
augmented on top of your reality. Okay, and give me an example for this. Demio. Okay, Demio. okay, right, so right. You yes. have a board game in front of you and exactly, you can yes. see everything around you, but you're not interacting with anything um, outside of the game board. Right. But then the true mixed reality is the most exciting thing, but we don't get it as much. Uh -huh. uh, First Encounters is the absolute best example. Uh. I've always wanted a game <laughs> like that. And now we get a It was floating demo. here, floating in this room. It was floating. <laughs> this yeah, UFO. So when it's actually using C, your your room and the scene understanding features to interact with it, that's yeah. when the magic happens. Mm. The problem is that I've heard that Meta isn't like Meta is making it difficult for developers to make games like that. They're making it difficult. Something about something about like access to the mesh uh, features or something that it's just hard for developers to 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 develop those kind of games, maybe for indie developers. I'm not sure, but uh -huh. just there is some kind of a blocker there. And that's why we get more of augmented reality apps rather than mixed reality ones. Oh, now, really? The, Interesting. And, uh, another, mixed another example of mixed reality game will be the, um, oh, what is that? Uh, Stranger Things? Yeah. Yeah, that looked, that that one looked, actually... that looked really good. <laughs> Yeah, that one will actually like also break through your walls and and like the upside down will be crawling through your space. But but yeah, what do you think about it? Do you think that it is a problem that we don't get that many games that actually interact with our surroundings the way First Encounters and Piano mm. Vision do? I th I think um, that this is going to come more and more. I, I believe that that the game developers now just see the potential. You know, like with the Quest Pro, nobody was really excited about it, just like me. And probably some saw it. And the games that make use of it now, they saw the potential directly and use the Quest Pro to make those games for the Quest 3 now, where, where they really use it, right? Like Aspire, Aspire 2, for example. Mm -hmm. Yeah. <laughs> These kind of cool things. And um, yeah, I believe that now that the game developers see how much we consumers are actually excited about it like sharing all that mixed reality stuff to twitter and to youtube shores and whatever i believe that they do see the potential also for their own games to make some more money out of it right to add some mm -hmm. mixed reality experiences and so on and so forth so i'm not i'm right now i don't um, feel that oh it's a problem and that we're not getting enough of that i'm sure we're going to get more and I'm already excited about the ones that we have, right? So, mm -hmm. so yeah, I'm, I'm, yeah. yeah, it's it's just like it's a new era right now because this this yeah. this finally gives me what I want. And even even though even though like we we don't interact with all with with our room exactly like uh, like in the first encounters, for me it's also fine just to see the the reality in pass through, and just have like a floating screen. I love it. I, I told that um, yeah, in last week already to to Steve. I enjoy it so much. Like for example, I can um, I can lie on my bed and I have this huge floating virtual desktop screen in front of me, and I'm I'm playing a 2D game or I'm watching Netflix on it, and I can still see what's happening around. Like my wife is floating around doing something, and <laughs> it's 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 just like it is just like the mixed reality future that I've always dreamed about because I, I love the technology and so many other companies have promised us that, you know, like uh, 
like uh, Magic Leap, mm -hmm. they have promised us that in, in cool teaser trailers that looked exactly like what we can do now with this Quest 3. So I am freaking excited also about the apps that would simply have our background, our actually our actual reality in pass-through mode and some virtual stuff within it. Okay. Loving it, yeah. So you're excited about augmented reality then? You're excited <laughs> yeah. about just having virtual objects yeah. on top of your reality, Absol yeah. just kind of floating there. Mm -hmm. Floating there, yeah, or augmenting something. That, 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 that will happen for sure as well, like some filters that we can put onto the people that will appear and pass through. <laughs> I've alluded to this last time already when we talked about it. So yeah, lots of, lots of amazing things are coming. And this is the first step. And if we watch this in five or six years, we're going to laugh about this form factor, obviously, right? We'll think like, oh, look at what they have been wearing, this huge thing. Now it's just like, like this or like the immersed visor, something really cool, right? But right now I am excited about it. Mm -hmm. And um, I'm, I'm actually using it. Like, like I mentioned, I'm using it for, for this um, use case where I have this huge um, um, screen floating above my bed to, to watch some movies. But I have now tried out something really interesting. I've tried if I can really work with it. Have you tried it with Immersed, mm -hmm. for example? No, I haven't. Uh, not. Okay. I have not yet. No. Oh, you should do it. It is so cool. So... I, I have uh, recently bought like a bigger um, um, screen here for my office, like 27 inch. And I was so proud. Like, wow, I have a huge, I have a huge screen, I thought. And I have another smaller one here. So I have like a two screen setup. And now what do I do? I, I download the Immersed app, which is for free and not sponsoring this podcast, unfortunately. Renji, what's going on? <laughs> so, so, you know, like, uh, yeah. And then... And then I simply um, downloaded the app Immersed here. I, I had to download some app for, for the Mac. I'm using a Mac here. And then they were communicating with each other. And boom, I had like three huge screens floating in front of me while I'm having the pass through there. And I can position the screens wherever I want. The resolution is good enough. It's like really good now. Even on the Quest 2, it was acceptable, but now I can really work here. I can absolutely work here. And um, it was just fun to have these screens. Also, in terms of the, um, the delay, it was not as bad at all as I thought it would be. And I was just using it uh, uh, wireless. And you can mm -hmm. even get less, less delay if you use it wired. It's, it's so good and it's free. And wow. yes, you can work with it. So I'm going to make a video about it since it's, it was, I was just so blown away. And the great uh -huh. thing is, like, okay, my eyesight is, is fine. It's totally fine. But there are people who have, like, um, eye illnesses, right? Like a macular degeneration where in the, in the uh, spot where you should normally see the sharpest, this uh, vision is going away, right? And for those people that they can make, like, a huge screen, this is, mm -hmm. like, a game changer for them, you know? They can yeah. finally work again. And they can do everyday mm -hmm. things with this huge screen. So everyone out there, if you know any person in your, in, uh, yeah, in your social circle who has like an, an eye disease, like this macular de degeneration, mm -hmm. just tell them to buy the Quest 3. They can make huge virtual displays and they mm -hmm. will be able to work again. It is such, it's such a moving game changer. It's, it's like I feel really moved that our favorite technology can do something like this for them. And yes, right now, 
you can work with this. It's it's amazing. Please try it out. You will love it. <laughs> That's great. That sounds amazing. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And uh, did, did you also use the um, immersed to play games on the your PC as well? I, I haven't I haven't tried it yet. Uh, this one I, I've just worked now. I was just editing editing a video, which was like so nice. Oh um, wow. But I did play with virtual desktop. Yes, I did it, and it's like yeah, oh. yeah, yeah. It's it's just it's great. It's so, yeah. When you do the immersed, uh, you know, work with immersed. Your do you pair your keyboard to your headset, or do you just everything's connected to your computer? You're just using it, your headset as every, an extra exactly. I'm, I'm I'm just I'm just exactly sitting here with the with the headset on, and I'm I'm using my my standard keyboard. Look at this mm -hmm. beautiful keyboard. Oh, it's it's great. <laughs> hey, why are you flexing your keyboards? Yeah. <laughs> Here, look at this beautiful keytron. Uh, and, uh, and yeah, also I'm using my mouse. And you know, the, the thing is the pass-through is good enough that I can just see my keyboard. You know, I don't even mm -hmm. I don't even need my keyboard to be mapped in virtual reality, which this app can also do, but I don't need it. It's I just use the pass-through and it's so cool. So mm -hmm. wow, like yes. So 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 many things are happening with this mixed reality stuff with that cool pass through. Yeah, so uh, five hundred and fifty dollars. Uh, no, five hundred dollars for this. This is like a frigging steal. I'm gonna. Have I'm to not waiting for Meta. <laughs> People are using this in crazy ways now. Actually, people yeah. are really using Quest Three as uh, AR glasses, which I don't even know if Meta <laughs> yeah, intended like, it to be like that so yet. Because you can literally wear your Quest Three, open a browser, and uh, type in like whatever cooking recipe you need, then go to the kitchen and and start cooking. <laughs> <laughs> With that recipe being right in yeah. front of you or a YouTube video. <laughs> wow. And there are people who have already done this. And this is actually something I want to do. I, I want to try using Quest 3 for like everyday stuff like cooking. Um with a recipe or a video being right in front of me and see yeah, that's if, great. if it's actually good enough for me to use a knife and, <laughs> and I do believe so. <laughs> make a decent meal. So that would be so cool. Yeah, because yeah. he has you have a like uh, it's death correct, so it's much better to use the knife, right? So if if you if you, you if you were using the Pico Four, which is not death correct, you would be like uh, in in jeopardy of cutting your fingers. So, no, 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 that's terrible. Yeah, that's very <laughs> bad. Everything is so flat. I've never seen such a flat pasta in my life. But the Picos <laughs> look good, but yeah, it's, it's like true. a it's, it's like true. a flat it's, picture. It's, it's just it's just one camera. Out. Yeah, yeah, for, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. The, do this video you know yep, honestly I, I was i was also thinking about making a funny video like like brad made this funny video going to disneyland funny super funny um and i was also thinking i should walk around with this through taipei you know it's like it's, it's just bustling with with life the city like the night markets yeah. are crazy and then I would just walk there nice yeah. <laughs> I, I was i had an it. idea <laughs> i also had an idea to make like a social quest experiment uh, uh -huh. where I would wear Quest to Walmart. Yeah. And just see what people I love it. I love it. Think about that. <laughs> yeah. Because I can have my shopping list in front of me and um, I can, you know, search online then you can... where the aisles is for the stuff that I need to find. Right. And then you so... can record everything from your point of view. 
it's freaking yeah. funny and then how the people look at you like wow what's going on with this lady yeah i'll just have to convince my husband to come with me and look like an idiot <laughs> recording yeah, me because exactly. i would Same i would want my wife, to yeah. also have yeah i would also want to have like a third person recording yeah. though, of, of how, course of course so how, I, also, how, I have to convince my wife how, my wife <laughs> yeah how weird i would look it's i it's a little scary to do something like that but it's it's just i really want to do it because it's it's going to be fun like life is too short you got to do silly things like that <laughs> yes yes exactly yeah but it's 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 good it's good enough yeah and why not we are all we are really enthusiasts right so if some if some uh, magazines which are not as enthusiastic as us will will name us glass holes so then they will do that i don't care about this i'm excited about this technology and I'm glad that we are all here, all the people, all the 183 people who are watching this right now live. We are all enthusiastic XR enthusiasts. <laughs> yeah, so, <laughs> so I love it. I love it. So yeah, why not? Why not? As, yeah. as long as more people will, will see what you can do with this and that it's actually fun to use it. Mm -hmm. I love it. So um, have you come up with any issues with your Quest 3 so far? Um... <laughs> <laughs> let me let me let me think really hard about, about that. Uh, wow, issues. Yeah, well, the the battery life is really not mm -hmm. so good. Yeah, so oh that's my why God, it's terrible. It's, it's, it's pretty that's why terrible. I have this here, you know, that makes everything better. The Bobo VR M3 Pro, also not sponsored by Bobo. Bobo, what's going on here? So, <laughs> anyways, so, um, this 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 kind of um, saves me a lot. Well, yeah. let me ask you, how much, have you noticed anything about the Bobo VR battery life? Um, I have actually talked to them about it. Like I've asked them um, how 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 good is this? Because this, this is actually the old battery, right? This is the B2. It's called B2, the battery. And uh, they, told, they told me that Trust it's like, me, I know. Yeah, you know, exactly. Yeah, they told me it can, it can recharge the Quest 3 80%. So it is not like a full charge. So this will, this will probably, Give you like one and a half hours more depending on on how much you use it right so so this the quest 3 is just using way more than the quest 2 so if on the quest 2 the bobo could give you like like two hours more now it's less that is one it's, thing uh, it's actually my experience has been way worse than that okay, and i'm not the okay. only one well how much you can is look it, it up there's quite a few people online that are really complaining about the Bobo VR battery just okay. being drained within, I don't right. know, like 30 minutes or so. And that has oh, been my experience. 30 minutes? Oh, really? Wow. It okay. All, it, it all depends That's... on how, what kind of apps you're using, I guess. But right. they go out fast. Okay. And that is a shame because I've really relied on them for hot swapping ba batteries for my gaming. But first of all, you know, my headset, I think it only lasts for maybe an hour and a half. It doesn't really reach two hours. And then this right. thing can't keep up with it either. So okay. with a headset battery and this thing, if I reach two hours, I would be lucky. Okay. Uh, okay. With the pass, I think pass through is what pass through is like draining. sucking the energy out of it, like crazy. So I think that is a big problem actually, because if Bobo doesn't come up with better batteries for this, then we are screwed. Because we will want to spend a lot of time in our yeah. quests and especially in pass-through and working and cooking and whatever, but we, we can't. And then the only 
And then the only solution so far we have is the official battery, because obviously they know their power consumption and they can extend it natively. But the batteries that were designed for Class 2, they're just not good. And that was a big well, disappointment for me. Okay. And, um, that is, and I share for if everyone. 30, if it's 30 minutes only, well, okay. That would be bad. So, yeah, I, I will also do it then. I will also, like, try mm -hmm. to completely drain them. Like, yeah. I still I have... The thing I'm is, really like, curious. I, I have so many of these, so I can just easily swap them all the time. But, yeah, I will yeah. I, will, I will also do that that long test. So, the yeah. the official word I got from them is 80% 80 80 charge of a, of a full... Of a full quest three yeah so um let's you see, can you can see. try it you can test it in different apps and see how it works but i've noticed it's really much shorter i'm yeah. like what is going on here why yeah. why am i it running is... out of i've never run out of battery in my quest two and it's quest sucking Pro it it's just it's it's, it's uh it's very light. it's very energy hungry absolutely no question about it yeah yeah other than that um well Okay, so I'm coming from the Pico 4, right? Like the Pico 4 has been my daily driver and I loved it. And I must say that the binocular overlap is not as good as in the Pico 4. So I can mm -hmm. tell that, okay, not it's not 100% at all. So if I look to the very left and very right of the screens, I can tell that they don't overlap anymore, right? So if, if, you, if you see that on the very right and very left, you see that, um, yeah, the, suddenly the colors are not as strong anymore or it's not as bright as in the middle that is because the pictures don't perfectly overlap 100 percent so that is mm -hmm. something that i saw however it is not as bad as in the quest pro for the quest pro that was my major gripe that i had with the quest pro and i really didn't like it because the binocular overlap was really not good enough in my opinion but mm -hmm. here it is it is um better so that is like a little gripe that i have Mm -hmm. um but it's it's not it's not an issue it's not a big issue really for me now so what do you think about the field of view i know we talked about this and i yeah. told you that i wasn't really impressed by that too much for, for me it's really good <laughs> like yeah. i must say like i'm i'm i have the perfect vr head it seems like i can nearly in every single vr headset that i own i can max out the the fov so when I put it on, I directly felt like, okay, that is that is really nice. So even more than the, than the crystal I felt. And then I have measured it in this measurement app. And I got to 106 degrees horizontally, which is like a fantastic value. So for me, this is this is a really, really good um, FOV. Yeah. Huh. I, yeah. I tried it like side by side with Quest 2. And I would like, I would just look at the... Um, how much of the environment I could see in Quest 2 and how much I could see in Quest 3. And it was just a tiny bit more. Oh, really? Okay. wouldn't really say it was okay. like a game changer. It, it really felt like a very standard Quest FOV, definitely less than Crystal for me. Okay. Yeah, probably I'm, I'm like just like super close to the lenses for some reason because of my head. So I can I can I see more like <laughs> like like I see easily more than I see on my Quest Two, but I also did not really pimp out my Quest Two. I was using the original um, facial gasket for the Quest Two. Well, I knew that actually I could get even more if I would use some VR cover or whatever. Mm -hmm. So I think it depends on that as well. Yeah, All but right. but um, yeah, I'm I'm really happy, and now now I have those um, lens inserts, so I don't have to wear glasses in the headset, which is just like so good as well. 
the the audio i like it yeah mm -hmm. wait yeah, by really. the microphone oh yeah that was disappointing though yes that was disappointing that one i didn't like it at all really yeah that one um like i did um when i was using it as a pc vr headset i was using the internal microphone i have not yet used the internal microphone to um to record a standalone gameplay probably they're using some other codec to to store it but when i was just using it in streaming mode using airlink it really sounded like an oh, htc okay. microphone <laughs> okay okay yeah yeah that was not interesting so good. Yeah. yeah i tested it just native recording and ah, coming from was quest good? pro it was it was it was awesome yeah it was okay, very wow. good so especially it's, compared it's, to yeah. Okay. Especially compared to Quest Pro, because I remember I played uh, a game, uh, I think it was Surgeoneer, and I just played it and put the video on my channel, but I also played it to test the microphone because I was using the Quest microphone to record it. And it was horrible. I kept hearing the aspirations every time I, oh, you know, okay. I made that poo sound or something. Yeah. So much noise at some parts. You can't even hear what I'm saying because there's so much aspiration noise going on. And, uh, mm -hmm. and then I recorded on Quest 3. And it was just uh, okay, cool. much better. Okay. <laughs> so at least in so, that, if you are a content creator, you want to record yourself, you want to record your voice on Quest 3, it, it sounds good. I, it sounds oh, perfect. really good. That is good to know. That is good to know. Um, since I also had heard something just like that, that if you actually record, it's fine. But if you live stream, if you just stream, if you are on a PC VR streaming, like using mm -hmm. Airlink or Link, then... Um, Probably they they have not done enough um, software processing on, on the signal, and therefore it sounds bad. Yeah, good to know. Good to know. Okay. Yeah, good. because the microphone is good; it can perform. Okay, well. perfect, perfect. So That's it gonna... must be done better. It would be strange if the microphone was worse than in the Quest Two, because I can re remember in the Quest Two it was fine. I didn't have issues with a Quest Two microphone. So it would be strange if everything is better, but the microphone sucks. There would be like an HTC move. <laughs> but, but um, yeah. So, so what are your thoughts about um, the lenses? I mean, <laughs> it, I love being in VR in this headset so freaking much. It yeah. feels so so easy and so like such a little strain on the eyes. Like you don't, I don't feel tired when I'm in VR using Quest 3. It feels so good. The sweet spot is just the entire screen. Like it's edge to edge clarity. Truly, it truly is. So, so good. I, <laughs> I, I couldn't believe how sharp, you know, you can't see the pixels there. Everything just looks smooth. And that's when the quality really reminded me of Crystal, but really only okay. on, only with standalone games. Right. With PC VR, there's still a lot of compression, and you you really it doesn't look so good when you're playing something that has a lot of space and at far distances. You really see that pixelation. It doesn't look as well as Crystal. You but can with super sample standalone... though. If you have like you you could like super sample a lot, and then it looks really good, but still not as good as the Display Port. I I totally agree with you. Yeah. Yeah. Sorry. But the standalone games is just man. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> incredible just so incredible I, I and it's it's very important for mixed reality experiences too to have those high quality augmented objects like on top of your real world that also looks great i'm just i'm in love with it yeah it's yeah. it's so so good i wear it i 
you know how we were talking about P P uh, PlayStation VR 2 kind of bringing people into VR? Yes. I thought that would bring me into VR, but it didn't really happen. Quest right. 3 is going to bring me back to VR. Uh, wow. And MR. I, you, you're totally right. I, I must, exactly like this, truly, truly like this. I want to play. I really want to play now. Like just before, just before this, I simply wanted to look into more games. And of course, what did I check? Red Matter 2. <gasps> and it's like, what? It, it is so sharp. It just looks, it just looks on PC nearly, I would say. You know, it's oh, just, it, it has this super sharpness. It has these amazing lights. It just looks so sharp. I can't believe that this is happening on a standalone headset that I can bring anywhere and that is not being like uh, powered by my 4090 or by my PlayStation 5. No, everything is here. It is mm -hmm. so freaking amazing. Are you freaking kidding me? Like yeah. I'm so I'm also in love. It's like a oh. <laughs> We're all in a honeymoon phase a little yeah. bit now. Yeah, we are. A month are. later I'll be like, okay, this is what's wrong with it. This is what's wrong with it. Maybe maybe we'll have battery solution by then though. Uh, but uh, I, still, yeah, so I still think that this is not bad. You're yeah, good I'll, with that? Okay. Uh, yeah, because I have many of them. <laughs> you know, I so, I can just pop them in like, okay, come on, later on. <laughs> so my, my Quest 3 downstairs right now, but uh, something that I really recommend people use if, you, you know, if they don't want to buy a Bubble VR hat strap or if they're okay with a soft strap, they actually sell this little... I think it's B2 kind of mount. Oh, okay. It has perfect. like Velcro straps that yes. can attach to any strap. And then all you do is just you attach it to your soft strap. Perfect. And you have your extra battery anywhere you go. That is so great. And, it, and you can, you know, you I like Bobo VR hat strap, but I actually find the stock strap very comfortable compared to the stock strap on Quest 2. So I don't mind using it because I like how light it is and small. I don't like how bulky Bubble VR is. I totally get it. And you know what? Like this, you can lean back, you know, you know, lean, mm -hmm. lean there or you can lie down in bed and stuff. So, yeah, I get it. I honestly get it. So yeah. also, if I want to bring this to the airplane, this is a bit hard to bring. So I would, yep. I'm also keeping the soft strip. I have it here under my table. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> which, yeah. Which yeah. has everything under the table. So, yeah. <laughs> It's a magic table. It has it's all the VR technology. Yeah, right. It's it's cool. Yeah, but let me find. Let's see. Let's see what else is there. So, I bought some other things that I'm going to review, like uh, like a cheap, um, like a like a like a bag stuff. Like there's lots of things on Amazon which 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 are like way cheaper than the originals. You know, like this this bag was like twenty dollars or something, and then the original is like eighty, and I don't think it's gonna be a big difference. So there's lots of um, potential to save money when you go for third party, right? So so yeah. Yes, yeah. I don't, I don't think. I mean, those accessories they look and feel great. Like the charging station feels great, but it's just so much money. It, it is so expensive. It it is expensive. So did did you did you buy or did you get the 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 charging station? Do you have it there? How is it? Yeah, I have a I have a review unit it's still ah, there perfect, i still perfect. need to review it but uh how, how is it how is it tell us about it oh it just feels premium <laughs> yeah yeah it's that's, so premium. that's how they get us right that's it how they get us it makes you feel <laughs> good it makes you it makes you 
appreciate this technology because yeah, no, it's so nice. You know, wireless charging, they're sitting right there. Uh, you don't have to use, you know, like with the Quest 2 controllers, you don't have to put them like this on the ring, <laughs> like a back, uh, upside down because the controllers don't have a ring. You can still put them very comfortably in there so you can like, grab them from the charging station very comfortably. Um, so yeah, the controllers just... will also be charged? Yeah. How how does this magic work? Uh, I mean, I believe you just have to change the battery in there into something that will be charged magnetically. So you ah, yeah, replace okay. certain parts oh, you have of to, the controller. Oh, you have to replace something. Okay, that makes, yeah, sense. It that comes, makes sense. Yeah, it, it comes in the box. But uh, yeah, it, it makes it better if you don't want to change those batteries every once in a while. I um, uh, They had something like that with, with Quest 2 as well. I think like third-party ah, chargers. Okay. Yeah. Okay. The one that you see glowing right here. Do you see this glow? I see. That's actually a charging station for uh, for the Quest. <laughs> so okay. my controllers are also just sitting there and they're charging wirelessly. But that okay. is a third-party one. And they did the same um, for the official one this time. Right. Okay, cool. It's a great idea. Yeah, that is mm -hmm. that is really premium. Yeah. But honestly, it makes you feel good. <laughs> How often do you need to really exchange uh, the battery if you would only need battery? The, the, the power consumption is so frigging optimized. It feels like you could use that for two years. At <laughs> least the controllers. <laughs> obviously, obviously only, only the controllers. Like <laughs> yeah, well, that would be good. But obviously <laughs> only the controllers. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. So, yeah. 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 But amazing. What is your favorite... Uh, game to play so far on on uh, quest 3 um wow it's like uh, right now right, right now right now i'm just like hopping from experience to experience just just to see them i didn't even really really dive into a game to fully to fully play it you know i'm just mm -hmm. going here and there i believe um i i, I really want to play um, red matter 2 just because it looks so amazing like i've seen it also on the PSVR 2, which looked fantastic with those blacks, right? But, but it's just so fascinating for me that you can have everything here in this device. So I'm probably going to go into that. Yeah, mm -hmm. but um, mixed reality, like I, like I love to try that out now with, with apps that I even before would never, oh, they would not excite me as much, like Cubism. Mm -hmm. I've mentioned that before, this Tetris mm -hmm. game, right? But now mm -hmm. since... I can play with it like here on my table in front of me. It is just so much fun. It is it is just cool. So that is yeah. great. Um, yeah. Yeah. Then, yeah. Tell, what about you? What is your favorite thing to do now? Um, yeah, I, I like being present in my space for sure. I definitely, right. it's just such a different feeling. So one game I can definitely recommend you try in, in actually both virtual reality and mixed reality is table tennis. 11 table tennis okay what it, is now special about it you can well, also play the mixed reality now yeah 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 they have it's like you can change your environment into your mixed reality but you still have a full-size uh, tennis table in front of you and so this is what's cool about it uh you can play online with other people and you see like the little meta avatar on the other side of the table right you can play with someone online but that person may be even in your room so for example <laughs> i was playing with my husband you know and uh we were in our living room and it's kind of cluttered because you know we have a baby and we have like an ottoman in the middle a table and a, a chair so there's 
there's not a lot of room in the living room. Def- definitely not enough room for a, a table tennis you know, <laughs> game. But, but we could position ourselves on the other sides of the living room and put the virtual table between us. That's freaking so amazing. So in VR, I can actually see him uh, at the other side of the table. And I can see everything. We were watching a football game, you know, on the TV while playing table tennis. Okay. That was so, so cool. But um, how was the delay? There must be some delay involved. Um, well, he was, you know, it was just an avatar. I saw his avatar and he was right. like behind the avatar too. Because he was like, avatar was overlaid the, the I, get, person. I get it so i was wondering like was there a delay like when your real husband moved did the avatar move a bit too late yeah no 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 it was no? perfect it was what perfect. it was perfect I w- okay i'll show you the video yeah it was perfect oh wow that like I, I can see the hand move and my hand you know the avatar moved and my husband's hand moved it was absolutely in sync so that's why i'm like send a that, little bit that to is incredible because it doesn't support shared space so we just oh. i think it doesn't i, think, I didn't look but I just kind of positioned him exactly where his avatar was. I love it. So that I also was matching for him and he was matching for me. And we were like standing in the exact, um, you know, opposite sides of the living room with a with a table tennis. That is perfect. Yeah. That is wonderful. So, so good. You know, I, I wish there was games which would um, use that shared space feature. I was actually on Twitter and I was just asking people, hey, can virtual desktop probably support that? Because, you know, I, I have that huge, f- huge virtual desktop screen floating over my bed, right? And I would like to put uh, Quest 3 on my wife's head, and then I would want her to see the same screen, right? Because mm-hmm. now it's like a, not a shared experience. So mm-hmm. that would be so good if virtual desktop would support it. But Gigo Dan said, no. That's not on his roadmap. He's not going to do it. So no. then so then people said like uh, on Twitter, oh no, it's called X on X. They said like, okay, big screen. Actually, big screen is the app to do it. And I, I, I agree with them, right? Big screen is that social app that would allow you to watch movies together and so on and so forth. So yeah. dear Darshan of big screen, please make it happen. Make this uh, mixed reality update for big screen so that I could um, position that virtual screen anywhere in my house. And if my wife puts on my second uh, Quest 3, mm-hmm. please um, please make, make her see the same screen so that we can watch a movie together, yeah. right? Makes sense, I think right? those shared experiences are very, very important for mixed reality because right now that is one of the things that makes it a little bit often um, a solo experience for me. Right. Uh, whenever you set up something in your room, like those augments that Zuck was talking about, um, uh, you know, decorate your room with different kind of stuff. If no one else can see it, then it's not right. as much fun, right? If you can't share your mixed reality experiences uh, and exactly. the position of those things are not safe, then then yeah, it's just not as fun. And I hope that this is going to be the next step for mixed reality. Hey, Gigodon. <laughs> yeah. Hi, Gigi. Sorry. <laughs> Sorry to bitch about your amazing app, <laughs> but I, like, I, to- I totally get it. It's like it's like probably complicated enough to make single player, but if mm-hmm. in the future, dear Guy, you have some spare time, <laughs> think about it. Yeah. This would really like wow. It would be so good. Yeah, yeah. I, I, I hope we'll get those kind of shared mixed reality experiences. Yeah, big screen should um, make it happen. 
big mm -hmm. screen. You, 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 exactly. This is the app for watching movies, right? So it, it just makes sense to include that mixed reality mode and shared space thingy where yeah, mm -hmm. we could just set it up. So, I mean, there are some games that do that, uh, location-based games like Spatial Ops. You're playing as a local lo local multiplayer, so all the people are in the same room and all the obstacles are positioned in the ways that they're the same for everyone because they're running right. around shooting each other, so they have to hide behind the same walls. It would make no sense if they're different for everyone. Yeah, so, you're right. Yeah, I want to see more like that. But, of course, that is not the priority for developers because... Um, it requires more than one person to have a headset in the same room. Exactly. That, that's and it's happens. already hard enough. It's hard enough to get <laughs> one person to have a headset. Right, right. right. It doesn't, so. it, probably, probably that's why, right? It just, just doesn't make sense to put so much uh, time into it. Like it must be so complex. It must add so much complexity. Com is it a word? Complex, uh, you know. Complexity. Complexity. That's the word. It, it would put so much complexity into the app to make it happen, to make it work. And not many people have it. But there will be a time where everyone has a device like that. And then the apps that have that, that will be great. <laughs> so, <laughs> so it is, It is. I think it, it should be on, somewhere on the roadmap because more and more people mm -hmm. will have two devices there. And it will be more magical to have yeah. that shared, shared experience. Absolutely. Right? So, so what else is there uh, which which fascinated you uh, using for uh, mixed reality? Um, uh, for mixed reality, I mean, I have to agree. I do want to just play more and more of the games that that I've known before about, like the uh, Twist Text is the new one. That's kind of like a Tetris-like game. Cubism is good. Cubism is There's great. a, a Meteor VR. That's a, a cool little game where there are asteroids in your room and you're using your hands like an Iron Man to kind of shoot them. Yeah. It's really, really fun. And if you do check out that game, because I helped the developers promote it a little bit, they added Disco VR skins. Oh, really? <laughs> yeah. Damn. So you'll find... <laughs> I want to be in games too. Are you kidding me? Where's the MRTV skin? Yeah. <laughs> Where's... So there's a glove skin and has a Disco VR logo and a cool, cool kind of blue and purple fingers. It's so, so fun. So nice. anyway, I played that. But... But here's the thing. I'm really looking forward to the games that are, you know, almost ready to come out, like Assassin's Creed, Nexus, right. Ghostbusters, uh, Ghostbusters, uh, Lego Brick Tales, uh, oh, Asgard's game. Wrath. Oh. I mean, so much, so many fun games are coming. And what we've been told is that there are so many more in development that nobody's allowed to talk about, but but we are going to freak out. So I'm just here like waiting impatiently to see all those games that uh, will, will will be coming out. So yeah, uh, definitely just killing my, my time with the games that I've already played, right. which are still very, very cool on Quest 3. Literally every game, yeah, no, like, right. every single game that you play in Quest 3 compared to Quest 2 has like a 30% graphic boost just because of the higher resolution. Like that's a fact. And then there are some games that received a dedicated improvement. I actually made, I think I made a list of the games that had a, an upgrade in visual performance and textures and fog and all kinds of stuff just for Quest 3. But every game receives a 30% 30, 30 graphics boost, which is amazing. This is fantastic. Really good. And I could tell, I could tell whenever I played some game, it felt like, okay, I want to stay here. So I played uh, one of my favorite games, 
It's in death. It's already old, right? It's just like this kind of uh, um, arrow, bow and arrow shooting game. Huh. And I I simply lost myself just playing it in the Quest 3, which seldom happens that I'm, I feel mm -hmm. like I simply want to go on playing. So yeah, it does something very, very right, this device. Fantastic. I know. I wish I had more time to play with it. It's, <laughs> it's so hard. It's so hard to find the time with a little one. But right. it's fine. Yeah. VR is always going to be here. Um, you know, this is more important, but it's just here waiting for me when when the moment comes. <laughs> exactly. Oh, there's also several guests, a really cool uh, kind of escape escape room game. Okay. Uh, Tell me more guessed. about it. I've heard actually um, some good things about it. Yeah, yeah. I've, I, I already have it. Like I, I was ready to play it yesterday, but of course things didn't go my way and I didn't get to play any VR yesterday. But I played it a little bit when I got access to the early demo. It, it's, it reminded me of The Room, my all-time favorite escape right. room. Right, right. But even better because the graphics are even better and they even called they even did the what is it called the volumetric scan of people okay so the ghosts in the game or the people in the game are actual actors they were so scanned cool. like okay. in 3d so you can walk around them and they are actors they are not wow. just 3D, you know, models that were generated in one of the, well, like Blender or whatever. They are actors who were brought in the game in 3D. Nice. It's so, so fun to 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 watch them and to see them, like, interact. But also the puzzles, you know, if you love a, a good puzzle game, yes, it's Seventh Guest. Uh, yeah. It's it's just a really cool puzzle game. Really creepy, not scary. You're in this mansion. Yeah. Uh, it's, good not that it's not scary. Um, good that it's, it's not just, scary. Creepy is okay, yeah. but scary. It's I don't. I don't want that in my life. <laughs> it's, like it scary. has some creepy elements to it. Oh, yeah. For example, uh, I'm. Mm, I made a short about it. There are pictures, like paintings, on the walls. Okay. Right. So there are and paintings. They start they look to like, move or what? Almost. They look like normal paintings, but you have a flashlight. Okay. And it's kind of like a ghost flashlight or something. When you oh. when you light on something it shows it shows its true nature i guess oh okay. so you okay. can light on a painting of a woman and then you will see that instead of a head she has you know instead of a face she has a skull okay okay or different like creepy stuff like that like you're you know oh that sounds a baby though. starts having red eyes or oh, wow. like horns or something like that it's creepy <laughs> Wow, that very very creepy. That so, but it's not though. scary. It doesn't have okay. jump scares. It's a, it's a puzzle game. So I really love it. I can't wait to play more of it. Nice. Yeah, it's it's good news that we're getting so many games. Like they said, right? Fifty new games and fifty of of old games, which will be augmented or get some kind of makeover. So lots of lots of things to still play in 2023, and then 2024 is going to come, and yeah, hopefully blows away. But no, but no GTA San Andreas. What's 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 going on with that game? Is it still coming or what? Nobody knows that. I don't know that name yeah. either. Yeah, yeah. But I don't know. Um, I, want I have it. a bad feeling about it because there's so it's been brought up so many times by the community. If it is really one of the games that they are planning to release, you know, one of the hundreds of games that they promised us by the end of the year. 
ban it, I don't really see the point of hiding it for so long. Exactly. Since they've already talked about it a right. year ago. Agreed. Like they've already mentioned it. Agreed. So it's no it's, sign of life is strange. Yeah, I, I agree with you. <laughs> That's bad. Mm -hmm. By the way, thank you so much, Norman Robinson. Hi, Norman in the Bermudas for for donating five dollars. Thank you so much for that. Yes. Yeah. So you know what? Let's um, let's close down uh, today a bit earlier. <laughs> yeah. Right. So because we have we need more time to play. We are right. We, exactly. <laughs> we just can't wait to get back. I, I really why. I really want to play this a bit more. Right. So <laughs> so let's just get into VR. It was great to to talk with you today, Tatiana. Loved it, of course, as always. And if you out there also enjoyed our talk then why don't you give us a thumbs up right now and also leave a comment so that youtube will know yes 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 mm. i like that show <laughs> and <laughs> if you really love that show it would be even better if you would get out your iphone or ipad right now open the podcast app find us and give us a five-star review so that more people could find this incredible podcast yes yeah and that's everything that we get for today. Or Tiana, do you still have some uh, some finishing last words for today? Oh uh, yeah, I already played GTA. I'm just like messing with you. I'm yeah, <laughs> yeah of course, yeah, of course. <laughs> you, you are in it. You are in <laughs> GTA, right? Just I am in every game. Yeah, really? <laughs> yeah. No, just no, no, to no, make no. fun of me that MRTV Sebastian is still in no game. You will be there in the opening credits. Yeah. Like hi Sebastian, look at me. <laughs> I'm in GTA. And you're nowhere to be found. Loser. Yeah. <laughs> no, no, no. But it is fun to do that. I know that some some YouTubers are actively seeking like a voice, uh, voiceover, voice acting gigs. I would do which everything. Which can be really fun. You should make an announcement like you're looking for voice acting gigs, okay. which can be tough for people like us, you know, with accents. Most of the developers they want to have like a, a native English accent in their No, games. I, I I will play I will play the German guy. The German. <laughs> I play the evil guy, the evil German in, in a World War II game. I do everything. Just put me in that game already. <laughs> <laughs> the, uh, have you ever played the game called The Patcher? No. Okay. Well, there's yeah, there's it's like a I think it's a wave shooter or something, but they I don't, I don't even know if that's coming out, but I did do a little voice acting gig for oh, them. Oh, really? Okay. Cool. I don't know if it's going to come out. I, I don't know when or how, but there is some character, some kind of babushka, and I did <laughs> my best Slavic accent there. <laughs> I love it. I love it. That's so cool. We'll that's see how it comes out. It's pretty, pretty funny. So um, nice. we'll see. Okay. Yeah, great. Good to looking forward to find out more about that. Yeah, so that's everything that we got for today for the first episode of season four of the Next Dimension podcast. Give it a thumbs up and we are looking forward to hear and see you next week. Until then, bye-bye. See ya.